Next on BYU Sports Nation, is your desperation level to beat Utah too hot, too cold, or just right? And my favorite Canadian, Greg Rebell, stops by Studio B to preview Saturday's rivalry game on the hardwood. And BYU freshman tight end Matt Bushman can add All-American to his resume. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, live from Studio B, your hosts, Jason Shepard and Brian Logan. BYU Sports Nation is live, everybody. Your day-to-day play-by-play right here in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Wednesday, December 13th, wherever and however you're dialed in. Great to have you with us. My name is Jason Shepard, teamed up with the man who inspired the script for Star Wars The Last Jedi, Brian Logan. Holler at your boy. I didn't even charge him for that either, man. You were just, just like, do that out of the kindness of it, your heart? It, I mean, at first it wasn't, but then I just heard this voice say, what would Jesus do? <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, he'd probably give it to him for free. Look so, at me. Look at yeah. you. Just, I, you know, just helping people. Hey, the season. man. Yeah, exactly. Just the season to help people out. Exactly. I try to do what I can do when I can do it. You were going to lose out on a lot of money because that thing is great. Right. Make but you, know, you know what? That, that other voice was like, that won't, you can't take that anywhere. When you die, so don't worry about it. Are you Star Wars guy? Are you excited to see this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, I, I love Star Wars, man. Like, I tell people this all the time. Um, you know, if you, if you don't watch Star Wars, like, you're, it's just, like, not American. It's just, it's just weird to me. And the other thing is this. What's the one thing that brings the entire just world together? Sports, right? Mm-hmm. Super Bowl, you could say World Cup. What's the, what's the other thing that brings all guys, any guy, jocks, nerds, whatever, Star Wars. That's how special it is, man. It's that special. Anything that can bring any different race and culture together at one given time is special. Star Wars, special. Brings people together. Mm -hmm. Bring on the headlines. It's your BYU Sports Nation headlines. Matt Bushman was named to USA Today's Freshman All-America team. Bushman led all FBS freshman tight ends with 49 receptions for 520 receiving yards. He finished the season number five among all tight ends and receptions and number six in receiving yards. Matt will join us coming up a little bit later on in the show. Baller. You know who else is balling? BYU Hoops as they continue to prepare to host Utah on Saturday. Rivalry. It's back! It's back! It's back! And it's here in yes! Provo. Head coach Dave Rose said last night during the BYU basketball with Dave Rose co- uh, show on BYU TV that this kind of fresh start uh, to the rivalry. It's a, what's amazing is so long standing, and we're going to play this game with maybe three or four total Literally. players Literally. that have yeah. actually played in the Utah BYU series. Right. So, kind of starting from scratch here and uh, you know, hopefully, you know, get to get off to a good start. It really is amazing when you think that there's very few people who have participated in this rivalry yeah. game on on the it's, basketball side, at least. It's, it's weird, man. I mean, this is that's all. This is probably also something that's that's like not American. BYU and and BYU losing to Utah. Yeah, that's that's something different. Just them <laughs> not even playing, right? Like, just not gonna watch Star Wars. Yeah. You're not gonna. 
you know, play your rivalry school, yeah, it just doesn't make sense at all. Saturday night's rivalry game can be heard on BYU Radio at 11 p.m. Eastern time. I will have pregame for you at 10 Eastern. Ronnie Jones-Perry from BYU Women's Volleyball was named a third-team All-American this morning by the AVCA. Perry accounted for 569 kills, 80 blocks, and 41 service aces on the season. A fantastic year for Ronnie Jones-Perry. Also, Cozy Burnett, McKenna Miller, and Mary Lake were named honorable mention. Nice. Jimmer Fredette had 32 points, five rebounds, and five assists in a 106-97 Shanghai Shark loss. An off night for the Jimmer. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Rivalry desperation. I'm willing at this point. This is how crazy a fan I am. I know you guys have had discussions about this before, but if you just beat Utah, everything else gravy. NCAA tournament, whatever. I don't. I don't even care. Beat Utah. Ah, <laughs> oh, Mark Durant, the one and only Mark Durant. He joined BYU Sports Nation on Monday, talking about how desperate he is as a BYU fan for the Cougars to beat Utah, and certainly. Brian, no BYU fan needs to be reminded that Utah has kind of had their number for quite a while as of late. But as the losses have mounted, mounted, excuse me, the desperation from Cougar fans has grown. But here is the question. Are BYU fans too desperate to beat Utah? That brings us to our Twitter question. Describe your level of desperation to have BYU beat Utah. First tweet in at SodaCoob. I have three kids, and none of them have been alive to see BYU beat Utah in basketball or football. Need I say more? This has gotten out of hand. Look, hey, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. I have four kids, and my two youngest have not seen, in football and basketball, have not seen BYU beat Utah. I was, I was dying laughing at this, right, in the <laughs> green room. And then it didn't hit me just till now that I have two kids of my own. And, that, <laughs> and they haven't been, you know, they never experienced no. the joy of nope. a BYU win over Utah nope. football. And nope. basketball. So then I was like, well, that's not as funny as I thought it was. Yeah. Was, I think about my own personal situation. Look, believe me, I live in Salt Lake County. I completely understand the, uh, the feeling of being around Ute fans oh, when Utah beats BYU. It, it's not fun. Ugh. The jokes, the comments, the, uh, the looks. Of superiority. Look, it can be unbelievably frustrating, and frustrating probably isn't even a strong enough word. No, it's not. There's no word to describe it. In case you need a reminder, though, here's a very depressing stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. BYU is on a 10-game losing streak Mm. to Utah. That is in BYU basketball and BYU football combined. Ten straight games. You know, between it's, football and basketball, the BYU's lost to Utah. It's a it's an embarrassing thing, and it was kind of weird for me, man, this this year because I'm on the team, I'm on the last team that beat Utah in 2009. So when so we, you know the feeling, I know I know the feeling, man. I it, I've man, it was the best experience I've ever had, and a little part of me, I was like, I was I was sad when we lost, you know, early this year, but then I was also a little happy. <laughs> is, that weird? is that weird? Don't judge me, bro. Don't judge me. But it's just kind of like that, like, like when you hold that record, even though it's like a- the It's like the undefeated Miami Dolphins. Yeah. That every time somebody loses that had a chance to go undefeated, 
they celebrate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you, you, we, it's you for hear, the greater good though. You hear Brian. like Austin Kali. You hear, you know, um, you know Harvey Unga when, when their records are getting broken. They're like, yeah, I'm rooting for him, but you know, I kind of really just want to. And th- this is the reason why I, I, I kind of smile a little bit because when I do get Utah fans in my face, you know, talking all kind of mess, and and you know, thank the Lord that I am Christian. You know, otherwise <laughs> it'd be a little different story. But I can I can at least fall back and say, look, man, I was on the last team that beat Utah, so all of the, all of the, the 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 message and the verbiage like doesn't really affect me as much because I still carry that. You know See, what I, mean? I get. T- trust me, I understand how badly BYU fans want the Cougars to defeat the Utes. I get it. Here's where here's what concerns me, and maybe this is all based off the fact that I don't want to give the Utes credit to know how badly I want BYU to beat them. But it can't all just be about beating Utah. It can't just be we can lose all of our games and beat Utah and and we're fine. That's what Utah does. That's their thing. That can't be BYU fans' thing. I, I get it. I understand it's frustrating. But success cannot be based solely on whether or not you beat Utah that season. You it know, just can't be. I get what you're saying, man. I'm just, I'm just like, the, where I'm at right now and how I feel about it, we just got to beat Utah. I'm like Mark Durant. Like, whatever. Beat Utah. Like, we can, we can, I could have a, if we, if we lost every game and beat Utah this year, and I had a fan say something crazy to me, like a Utah fan or whatever, or even a BYU fan, like, man, this season was bad. I'm like, but we beat Utah! You're not going to... Well, I thought you're not going to give me. I thought it was hypothetical. You're not going to give me a high five, bro. I thought you were like hi- no, you know, high-fiving no. the hypothetical. See, that's person. because you're on the other side, and I get I get your <laughs> point, man. Because whenever you, st- if you're a program and you have that, like your rival school is your bowl game yes, or your Super yes. Bowl, you are at a pretty bad point. But I would say this: I don't think BYU, even given this last season, is is. It's at a bad point. I just think BYU is at a bad point with the rivalry. No, I get it. Fans are frustrated. And and so much of it, I think, just has to deal with the fact that there's, they're 45 miles apart, uh, at least from Provo to Salt Lake. But then you have Ute fans living near Cougar fans. I mean, it, everybody is so close that you hear you can't ever get away from it. No. I get it. Now, for, in terms of Saturday's basketball, yeah, I fully expect BYU to win that game. I, I think BYU is the better team. It's at home, so I, I fully expect BYU to beat Utah Saturday night at the Marriott Center. But here's the deal. If it doesn't happen, that doesn't mean that everything that BYU has accomplished to this point and a really strong start to the season is all for naught. It just doesn't mean that. I'm a, I'm a, if, if they lose, I may, I may stop watching. I'm just oh, playing. I, won't, I won't do that. But, I, I mean, I, I would be crushed, man. I'd be, because especially with football and not you know, winning uh, over the last couple of years, and even with just with other sports, it's like, yeah, oh, yes. Like, this is our way to kind of get some jabs in there. You know what I mean? And, and, and football carries a lot of weight, but at the same time, what's, what's, like, what's next, man? It's basketball. And with basketball going, like, hard out the gates this year, with, all, with basketball distracting us, right? Mm-hmm. I remember the first uh, – the, the scrimmage, the, the, the blue-white scrimmage. I was like, I didn't even – I forgot we lost seven, eight games. Like, this is crazy. And I'm not even a basketball guy, right? Like, football is life, bro. But that's my point is, like, we as football fans, like, we're relying on you, basketball. You. You have to win. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's more to it this year. First time you guys played in a while, BYU football, didn't have a good year. We need a win. I will be very, very, very angry. <laughs>
Let's keep it rolling on Twitter. Don't forget, use the hashtag BYUSN. Join BYU Sports Nation to the tweets. You got tweets. Describe your level of desperation to have BYU beat Utah at Greg Rosenhan. I am desperate for a win for one reason only. NCAA tournament. BYU needs to win in order to have a chance at the tourney. Mm. Nice strength of schedule yep. game. Yep. Against the team from the Pac-12. Obviously, we asked a head coach or former head coach Steve Cleveland this question. He thinks that it is important to add to BYU's resume a win over Utah. I mean, I get that. It's if if BYU beats Utah and they don't get into the tourney, I success, man, success. <laughs> How about this one? Success at Melocopter. I am as desperate as a student who needs to add a core class that is already full. <laughs> <laughs> what would, what would you give up, man? What would you give up for a win? What would I give up? Oh, I'm never good on these things. I'd give up as, I mean, I'm not going to give up any children or anything. Uh, I don't know. Like, oh, dang, man. You, you what about me, how, that, how about I was going to say that. You made me sound like a bad dad. <laughs> like, what about, what if I gave up, like, a signed uh, autograph from uh, Spencer and Jerem? Oh. That, that's, I, that... I would never do that, Jason. Ever. <laughs> never. Uh-uh. I'd lose, I'd, lose, I'd lose 10 in a row, man. I'd never give up, you know, Spencer and, and Jerem. <laughs> My homies. Coming up, an All-American joins us in Studio B. And next, he joins us from the Great White North. Well, he's not in Canada, but he's from Canada. Greg Rubel joins us next right here on BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Welcome back. This is BYU Sports Nation, simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. The conversation happening right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Don't forget, use the hashtag BYUSN. Behind the Mic with Greg Rebell returns to the airways tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern on BYU Radio. Greg will talk with Roy, Rory Linkletter, former Cougar basketball guard Matt Montague, and our own Ben Bagley. That's right. Uh, it's been on hiatus a little bit with games going on uh, here and there. So uh, excited to have behind the mic with Greg Rubel coming back. We'll talk with Greg coming up in just a second. Our Twitter question today. Describe your level of desperation to have BYU beat Utah at Kiwi Jackman. In the words of Captain Jean-Luc Picard, the line must be drawn here. <laughs> it's time. This is a great setup for the Cougs, and they better get it. I think a lot of uh, Cougar fans feeling that way. Got it. Yeah. Look, looking for a BYU W over the University of Utah. As promised, joining us now in Studio B, the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel, who will call the rivalry game Saturday night on BYU Radio. Hello, Greg. Hey, guys. Did Picard also say make it so? I believe he did. <laughs> yes. That also applies. For are you a Picard yes. or are you a Kirk guy? I'm, 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 I was born in the 60s, man, so uh, I'm, I'm a William Shatner guy yes. all the way. Plus, William's Canadian. So. Oh, yes. Oh, by the way. Um, I have no idea what you guys are talking Brian about Brian right said. That was <laughs> Who are you guys Trek. talking about? Was... It was a little Star Trek. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 gotcha. yeah. We were I doing gotcha. Star Wars earlier, now it's Trek. Yeah, yeah. Brian said earlier that you're, you are his favorite Canadian. He mentioned you wow. along with Drake There's a lot and of Justin Bieber. Yeah. Ahead of Drake? Yeah, ahead of Drake. Well, uh, that, let's just stop right there. <laughs> I mean, I've already, got, uh, I've already got my epitaph. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we do want to get to at least one or two football questions first before we get to basketball. So first question is, how surprised are you that BYU football has not hired an offensive coordinator yet? Uh, not very, not at all. Just not worried about the time frame right now. Uh, a lot of staffs in the country right now are dealing with, uh, with coaching vacancies. So uh, BYU is just one of those teams right now. 
yeah, I'm not sweating it. That actually makes sense. That, that actually, that really sincerely calmed me down. Yeah, calmed down. Me like, down. Don't worry about it. It really did. It'll yeah, get yeah. done. It'll get done when it gets done. Yeah. It's just the season. I mean, there are a lot of teams getting ready for bowl games that have different coaches, assistant coaches, head coaches. It is the season. And I still think February is the more significant signing day. Um, so everyone goes, ah, the signing days. That, 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 that's, that's still not, I think, the big day. Yeah. Uh, and I think a lot of, a lot of teams are, ha- have uh, recruits who are waiting to see what the entire staff will look like so they can sign in February. And I think BYU is just one of those teams. Yep, that, that makes sense. So um, Matt Bushman, uh, named to the Freshman All-American mm-hmm. by yeah. USA Today. Um, what do you, uh, you know, expect from, from his career? I mean, this point moving on, the ceiling's pretty high, right? You know, All-American. Yeah, great things, right? Because uh, he's put himself in, in some very select companies. He's already the freshman tight end record holder. But then you talk about the, the different other positions, including wide receiver. And he's right there with some of the very best who played at BYU for their first years. And so if you're that good uh, as a rook in, in, a, in, a, in a season of some uncertainty, uh, with multiple quarterbacks and, and schematic issues. If, if that's what you're able to do right off the mission, I, I, again, I think you say it right, Brian, and the ceiling's pretty high for this kid. And again, let's not, let's not raise them too high. Yeah. I mean, if he were to do what he did this year for the next three years, those would be four great tight end seasons, right? Yeah. So he doesn't have to go to 1,000 uh, next season. He's, uh, you know, th- th- this is a pretty high level that he's already at, but it clearly speaks to, you know, the, the, the body to be, being able to develop more, uh, you know, a full season in the system uh, can't, uh, can't help but benefit him. Yeah, so, something that's, that stood out to me there with the multiple quarterbacks reminds me of, of Cody Hoffman, right, and, and how he broke the record. Even with different quarterbacks, so many right? different guys. I mean, because you know, you know, Max and John kind of had their group, right? And and they're all kind of uh, linked. But you're right, Cody did with so many different quarterbacks, and similarly to uh, Matt Bushman. Yeah. Our Twitter question today, Greg, is all about desperation. With BYU hosting the University of Utah at the Marriott Center Saturday night, our question is: Describe your level of desperation to have BYU beat Utah. As we know, seven in a row with football, three in a row with basketball. So ten in a row combined with those two sports. What is your desperation level to have BYU beat Utah? Well, it has been five years uh, since either football or basketball has won a game in the series. Basketball lasted it in, in 2012. So it's been a while. Um, I, I, what's, uh, I guess it's moderate. Uh, it's, not, it's, not ex- <laughs> it's not extreme. It'd be really nice. Let's yes. put it that way. It'd be really nice. I'll sleep better Saturday night if BYU wins the game uh, against Utah. But let's not forget, it wasn't too long ago that the Utes were wondering when they were going to beat BYU again in basketball. BYU won seven in a row before this most recent uh, three-game jag they're on right now. So uh, it was all BYU for quite a while. It's tipped back to Utah the last few years. Didn't play last year, of course, but the last three have gone to the Utes. So, yeah, it's time to flip it back around and get the uh, cyclical thing going the other way on the cycle. So Jason is uh, really nervous for uh, us as fans to kind of act like that's our, our Super Bowl or our bowl game um, and is trying to steer all the BYU fans, don't go down that route. Don't go that way. Do you feel like, be, that, like the, just the community and us as fans, we are at that point of desperation where we can say you can beat or you can lose any, any, sc- any school, any game, doesn't really matter, but beat Utah is all we care about. Uh, I don't know if we've really gotten to that point. I think there's too much left to play for. Uh, when it comes to basketball in particular right now, too much left to play for. But what, BYU, what Utah does is Dub give, does give you that nice resume boost. Mm-hmm. Right. BYU's postseason portfolio right now is needing that shot in the arm that Utah would give you. Uh, BYU's got a lot of good things going for it. I mean, the fact they have three true away wins already is helpful. Uh, you know, the fact they've gotten eight wins in ten games uh, just on its, on its face is helpful. The, uh, the efficiency numbers are both top 100, very helpful. But Utah uh, gives you that, again, 
again, that, that boost. It's a top 60 Ken Pomeroy team right now. And I, I think it's what they're kind of, uh, uh, you know, needing that, that they didn't get maybe in Brooklyn with the, with the chance against Alabama. Yeah. Best team they've seen since Bama. So I think best win of the season would be for BYU, at least just by the numbers. What has impressed you most about this beginning of the season for the BYU basketball team? Because as you mentioned, a lot of really positive things happening with this team. The fact that of the eight wins they've gotten, only three have been in the Marriott Center. That's, that's to me most impressive. And the committee always wants to see what do you do when, when you get out of your building. How often do you get out of your building? And what do you do when you leave? And uh, BYU has three, again, three true away victories so far. The WCC, the top of the league, is really excelling away from home right now. So BYU's 8-2, and two, as you see there. Uh, Gonzaga's 8-2, and two, St. Mary's 8-2, and two, San Diego 8-2. and two. Those four teams have combined to go 10-1 and one in true away games so far. And again, the committee does like to see how often you challenge yourself outside of your own gym. And BYU's been doing that. I, let's, let's, you know, people in Utah know how significant it was. People outside of Utah may not. But they went into two sold-out buildings in Orem and Logan in the same week and won both those games. Uh, I, I think those who have been around the program and in the state know how significant a week that was for BYU. You hope that the Aggies and Wolverines go on to have really good seasons because those are really hard-earned wins in a really tough stretch for BYU. Dave will say it began back in Brooklyn with those Bama and UMass games, but then you came back, two in-state games, Illinois State, two more in-state games. Tough run for BYU and so far so good as they've gotten off to the 8-2 and two start. So you have uh, Utah you know, coming to the Marriott Center, going to face the same thing, you know, noise and crowd and things like that. And with the whole, you know, rivalry game being gone for a while and safety first thing, I mean, what, what kind of environment do you expect uh, to have at the Marriott Center? Just a typical BYU-Utah <laughs> environment, which is just super loud and uh, always intense. And the fact that not a single Utah player has been in that environment, mm. I think is, 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 is something to watch for. And, and, and maybe, uh, you know, may, may, may – uh, um, you know, impact the outcome. Yeah. Uh, none of them have had that experience of, you know, 17, 18, 19,000 people are roaring loud and most of them being against you. Uh, it's crazy that only, only two Utah players have ever even played BYU before and only one did it in a Ute uniform. That was Parker Van Dyke before his mission. Yeah. So Parker Van Dyke's the one Ute who played Ute, BYU as a Ute. David Collette's the second guy and he did it as an Aggie but up in Logan. Uh, not at BYU, so he's never been in the building. None of the Utes have played a game in the Marriott Center. Then you go to BYU's side. Zach Selyus got one game against the U in the Huntsman Center before his mission, and Luke Worthington's had a home game and an away game against Utah. So a combined total of five games of experience between all these players on the different rosters, uh, five games played in this rivalry, which is very strange. And the fact that uh, you, you take a year off, you miss a lot when you miss a year because so many things can happen in that one season, including comings and goings. Yep. Greg, what do you think the chance is that we can get whoever handles the music inside the Marriott Center to play safety dance? Do you think that's possible? Can we make that happen? <laughs> I'm going to slip that in. Uh, by the way, Men Without Hats, Canadian band. Oh, look. It, and we'll, we'll, get to the, we'll get to the Canadian thing. But Again, look, I'm yeah. so confused. It's all encompassing. <laughs> Men Without Hats, back in the 80s, had a hit song called Safety Dance. Oh. And yeah. so uh, with Safety First and everything else, he's, Jason's thinking it might be, a, might be a nice playlist selection on Saturday night. I'm just saying, I think, yeah. that, I think people would appreciate hearing that in the Marriott Center. Yeah. How, how do you think this BYU team matches up with what Utah brings in on Saturday. Yeah, I, I, I really, I, you know, the Dalton-Nixon injury, I think, um, you know, hits hard. And a game like Saturday's, I think it shows up too. Uh, BYU played only seven guys against Weber State. The rotation dropped by a guy um, and, in, in missing Dalton-Nixon. Utah starts 6'10", 6'10", up front, brings seven foot off the bench, brings, seven, brings 6'7", 225 in off the bench. And, and BYU's bench right now doesn't have that. 
and, and, and so, you know, Dalton, it, it's a big body. It's a, it's a great pick-and-roll defender. It's an offensive rebounder. He's a good passer. He shows up in a lot of different categories of your team uh, that don't get a ton of uh, attention but really at the end uh, help you win a basketball game. He's more than just a glue guy uh, because he, he shows up in so many different categories that really help you in basketball games. So I, I think the Dalton and Nixon injury is, is, is the one down note for me. Things are really coop, you know, cooking along nicely. You get McKay Cannon in. Things are moving along, and then boom, you take a hit. And it's a big hit. Yeah. Uh, again, BYU's rotation was only seven or eight guys, and now it's down to like seven. Uh, they didn't play an eighth against Weber State. And Dalton's body type and just know-how really comes in handy in a game like a, a game again, a game like the Utah game because Utah is big and deep. Uh, Greg, so finish this sentence for me. Um, if BYU wins on Saturday night, they did what? Let at halftime, which leads <laughs> us into our stat that matters. BYU in the Dave Rose era. By the way, is it okay to go there right now? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, I, we, I, we didn't even plan this, man. That was yeah, okay. Yeah, right on. Uh, <laughs> we're all on, on the same wavelength here. So BYU in the Dave Rose era has won 90% of its games, 89.8% to be precise, when they lead at halftime. They are undefeated in their, in their games this year when leading at halftime. They've led in the last four or five at the break. It means a lot. Well, you go, oh, maybe everyone wins 90% of their games when they lead at halftime. Not so. Not so fast, my friend. BYU's <laughs> opponents, when they lead BYU at halftime, their win rate is almost 30% lower, 62.4%. So it doesn't happen for everybody, but it happens for BYU. When they lead at the break, there's a really good chance they're going to win the game. A 90% chance, 89.8, they're going to win the game. So just playing the first 20 solid means a lot for BYU. We saw it last week against uh, Illinois State, for example. Uh, How well they played in the first half helped them win that basketball game, even despite the fact that Illinois State scored 51 after halftime. BYU had the cushion they needed. When they play well in the first 20, there's a real good shot they're going to win the game. So uh, I'll look at that as one of the factors in the Utah game. Not, not the only one, but it's, it's one that kind of led us into our staff. Wasn't Kalani's record at halftime significantly high as yeah, well? BYU's win rate, football <laughs> and basketball, when leading at the break, is really, really high and higher than normal. It's much better than the opponents have when leading BYU at the break. Yeah. All right. Uh, we've mentioned Canada several times on this program. It we happens. have Brian <laughs> Logan's happens. favorite Canadian on set, which brings us to Greg A. Cool thing about Canada. All right, did you know uh, Canada has not one but two national sports? Now, the one we think is going to be, that's a given, right? It's hockey. Right? right, yes. So what would you guess the second national sport of Canada might be? Curling. So you'd say curling. Yes. Right? But you're wrong. Ooh. I'd say curling too. But uh, no. And this is actually out of, the, this, is a, this is a federal act. <laughs> there's and a law about this. There's a law about this. Her Majesty by and with the advice and consent of the Senate and House of Commons of Canada enacts as follows the National Sports of Canada Act whereby the game commonly known as ice hockey is hereby recognized and declared to be the national winter sport of Canada and the game commonly known as lacrosse is hereby recognized and declared to be the national summer sport of Canada and lacrosse had its origins in the uh, in the Canadian hinterlands nice. back in the day. Wow! Yeah. I did not. It's, it, it was it was a, tri- it was a, a cool thing about Canada. It was a tribal, I did not know that. Tribal game played in the uh, in the Great Lakes region in St. Lawrence Valley, and uh, it became to be quite quite well known in the old day olden days of Canada. And so we get to claim it as one of our two national sports. That's that's legit. That is that, a that, uh, that, a burgeoning sport, by the way. Like oh, yeah. a, that is becoming more and more popular to play. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. I've never. You guys ever play? I've never played. I played in PE. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
You had it in PE? Yeah. yeah. We had curling in PE up in Canada. Yeah, we did you really? So, oh, yeah. Everything oh, yeah. in PE. What school did you go to? All we did in our PE in like elementary school is we got we did the like the the uh, the tarp up in the air and then pulled it down uh, and sat on it. Oh, dude, I feel Apparently so I got, bad for Did you, you do any rope climbing? I did do rope <laughs> yeah, climbing. Yeah, yeah, I was pretty good yeah. at that. Okay, and the pull-ups. Greg, thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it. As always. Our Twitter question, don't forget, what is your desperation level when it comes to BYU beating Utah? We'll get to your tweets coming up in just a little bit. Coming up, what is your desperation level when it comes to being an All-American? Oh, how about that? Speaking of an All-American, Matt Bushman will join us coming up in Studio B. That is coming up next right here on BYU Sports Nation. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back, sports friends. Jason Shepard, Brian Logan in Radio Vision, live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. We're also on demand anytime, anywhere. You can hear Saturday night's BYU versus Utah basketball game live on BYU Radio at 11 p.m. Eastern. My man Shep will have pregame coverage starting at 10 Eastern. That's right. You can have your dinner. Uh, you can get the kids to bed, and you can uh, flip on the radio, listen to a little pregame, and then get ready for BYU-Utah basketball. I got to turn my alarm on, man. I'm, I'm an old man. I'm about to be knocked out by that time. Just like, <laughs> I'm out, I'm out. Yeah, I set my alarm, though. For okay, you. thanks. For I appreciate for, that. For you and only you. There's zero chance that's happening. Let's refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Matt Bushman was named to USA Today's Freshman All-America team. Bushman led all FBS freshman tight ends with 49 receptions for 520 receiving yards. He finished the season number five among all tight ends in receptions and number six in receiving yards. Matt's going to join us coming up in just a second. And like I mentioned earlier, BYU is practicing, preparing, getting ready to beat Utah on Saturday. Uh, Again, do what I'm going to do if you're old like me. Put your kids to bed, get rested, take a little nap, turn on the alarm Mm -hmm. so you can Mm -hmm. hear that pregame at 10 o'clock. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem, man. Uh, Let's see. Ronnie Jones Perry and BYU Women's Volley of BYU Women's Volleyball was named a third team All American this morning by AVCA. Perry accounted for 569 kills. 80 blocks and 41 service aces on the season. Also, congratulations goes out to some of her teammates, Cozy Burnett, McKenna Miller, and Mary Lake were all named honorable mention. We got ballers, man. We got ballers, bro. It's a really it's, good team. I'm, I'm proud to wear this Y. Just, just letting you know that, Jason. Jennifer Dett had 32 points, 5 rebounds, and 5 assists in 106-97 to 97 loss. Um... You know, didn't really hit his, what, 50 or 60? Didn't get his, I mean, 32. I mean, it's 32. It's a, but for Jimmer, it's an off night. That's, yeah, that's weird. I would be happy to take three. Hey, speaking of somebody who does not have off nights, BYU freshman tied in. Matt Bushman joining us here in Studio B. Welcome, uh, welcome to the studio again. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Well, first and foremost, congratulations on being named a freshman All-American. What was it like to get that news? Um, I mean, it felt, it was awesome to get the get the the vote or the award um i mean i didn't really know what to expect first year so it's cool to uh, be a freshman all-american i'm excited to uh see what happens next year how do you find out about that by the way how are you notified do they call you do you get an email does it go through the sports information department like how do, how do you even find out that you won this award okay so kind of funny kind of a funny story um two nights ago i was just getting ready to go to bed and my roommate Looked at the ESPN freshman All-American poll. Right. And he was like, bro, some guy from Washington, like, he was nominated freshman All-American. I was like, oh, what the heck? Like, he had – I was just a little surprised because he didn't have, like, the same stats. Because he, he, a... he sucked. <laughs> he had a... – <laughs> I'll, I'll say it for him. He had less, like, 
some less catches, less yards. So I was just, I was kind of shocked that he got it. Maybe just because he's from a Power Five school, they had more success. So that night, I was just like, dang, that's kind of weird. Like, I wasn't mad. I was like, okay, that's fine. I'll just have to work hard in the off season, kind of prove next year, do my just try to do better. And then I was in class yesterday. And my buddy that's at the University of Florida texted me. He's like, hey, man, congrats on the, on the award. I was like, what the heck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, I just saw on Twitter. I was like, oh, dang, I guess I'll have to download Twitter and see what it said. <laughs> so, nice. Wait a minute, you don't have out. Twitter? I know you have a Twitter account, but you don't even have the Twitter app on your phone? During the season, I deleted it. Just There's a little bit of negativity. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so uh, I just stopped looking at it but i have it again yeah yeah man you, you gotta do that See, I, no, it's, you got limit the had, distractions i, I get it i get I it i had that issue when you know when i was playing like twitter just was was getting big but i think bronco we couldn't have facebook like you couldn't have it you get really get in trouble yeah if they if they caught you yeah weird stuff you just you just was that was before pinterest so you really had nowhere to go that, was it? no no i didn't i was in my good <laughs> resting place <laughs> anyway so last year you, you told uh, or beginning this year you told jeremy spencer um you know your goal was to catch five um, you know, balls a game with you now being an all American, right. And, and kind of having, I don't want to say pressure or whatnot, but the bar is high, right. What, what are some of your goals heading into spring and then heading into fall? Well, I mean, going into spring, um, like many of you guys know, it's kind of, it's just, we don't know what type of offense we're going to have. So going into spring, once the, um, the offensive coordinator is, um, hired, I mean, I just want to focus and learn the offense, get that memorized. And, um, I mean, watch film. I mean, watching film is really important right now. Mm-hmm. Since we don't have maybe that offense to learn, um, just going back and seeing the mistakes that I made and what I can improve on. Um, so, I, you know, watching you, obviously, and, and just your size and your build and how, how fast you are, you know, we, we, we talk about this all the time. Like, this kid could probably gain, like, 20 more pounds. Do you have any, any goals or aspirations to get bigger? Yeah, Definitely. Um, so and, and so and so with that, I mean, do you have or have you talked to the to the strength and, and conditioning coaches about you know keeping uh, keeping speed and, and keeping agility while gaining you know weight like a target weight? Right. Um, well, I definitely want to. I mean, keep my speed. I don't want to lose. I think that's one of my strengths right now. But um, I don't want to gain weight too fast this off season. Sometimes that guys are pressured into gaining fifteen twenty pounds and then they lose their speed or they are injured because their body's not used to it. So I'm just going to take it slow. Um, My main goal is just to get stronger. I took some hits last year, this past season, so I just want to get my shoulders stronger so I can take those hits. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it would be nice to weigh around 240 next season. Not not gain too much, but still be a little bit bit heavier. Smart man. And and the shoulder, man, I still got an injury from Florida State. And when I put my suits on or whatever, I lean like this a little bit. So – yeah, you know, protect them shoulders for sure. Yeah. BYU obviously has a uh, very proud tradition of tight end play. And I know that you've had an opportunity to talk with a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Is, there, is there one BYU tight end that you look up to maybe more than any other or somebody that you've um, been able to, to get a close relationship with at all? Um, well, during the season, I was fortunate enough to be able to talk with Dennis Pitta mm-hmm. just on the phone, just have a phone call with him. And we talked for about an hour and just – Talked about the season. Talk. He told me some things I could work on. He gave me some small tips where just with route running, bursting out of my breaks and stuff like that, that were really helpful, and I was able to work on that um, with the, during the remainder of the season. But also Chad Lewis, he – so I'm, I'm dating his daughter, Emily Lewis. So that's kind of a connection that I've uh, – We wondered if you were going to go there. <laughs> it's a connection that I've had. Um, 
But even before we started dating, he he would watch film with me of the spring game and give me tips. Oh, cool. So now that I'm around him more, he uh, gives me more tips. We watch film during the season, and that was also really helpful. Do you feel like you have more pressure, like, and I'm not trying to go there like you guys are going to get married or anything. I'm just saying, like, is there? do you think there's more pressure since you've been dating his daughter? Um, <laughs> pressure in what kind of way? Pressure on the field, right? Because, you know, when, when you have that relationship with former players, you know, it's, 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 it's cool. It's one thing. Um, but when you really have that personal relationship, like film, and, and you're actually getting mentored and things like that, um, you know, there's more expectations there, right? And so I just wanted to see how that dynamic with the, you know, the, your girlfriend, his daughter, and, you know, him being a mentor to you. Like, dude, you didn't catch that ball. Like, you can't come over tonight to see my daughter. <laughs> Not quite like that. But uh, there were times where, I don't know, there'd be an interception and you see that I was – not trying to take the right pursuit angle and yeah. he's like okay there's if you make it to the next level there's going to be people looking at that film mm -hmm. seeing okay wow you were jogging you didn't take an angle try to make a tackle try to save the yeah. pick six so there's just things like that where i just remember like okay dang during, if there was an interception i'd try to sprint my butt off and right. try to make the tackle yeah. or if i kind of looked like i took a playoff i'd remember like okay he told me to go hard yeah. every time so there's just like that kind of pressure so as as you mentioned right now, with, with without having an offensive coordinator, there's nothing specifically that you can work on in terms of the offense. But but what do the next you know couple of weeks, month or so look like for you in terms of your off season and what you're hoping to get done? Um, well, we're just going to be in the weight room. Mm -hmm. I mean, right now we have it's like optional lifting, kind of come in when we can when we're not studying for finals. Optional, that's really not. Optional. Yeah, is that optional? But you optional. better be there or yeah. optional? Optional. Yes. It's. <laughs> yeah, optional there. We're expected to be there um, because they're going to be hard on us in January. Yeah. We're going to have hard winter workouts yeah. because of the way the season panned out. Um, so we have to get our bodies right. I'm going to – in Arizona, I have a friend that's at the University of Florida, so we're going to be having a lifting and running program. Nice. And, yeah, I'm definitely just going to run some routes also. I have some buddies, so we're going to just work on my routes and just keep trying to get better. What about um, about baseball, man? Have you talked to, to um, Coach Littlewood about that? I did talk to Coach Littlewood. Um, I'm still making my decision. So during the season, I tore my thumb a little bit. I just tore a tendon. Um, and we just have to see. I've been in this brace for like five weeks. Oh, and wow. after, after on this next week, I'll have to see if it's torn or not. Are you right-handed? I'm left-handed. Oh, I was going to say, you didn't have to do homework. Uh, well, I guess you can, you can type. You'll have to. You'll have to do the homework. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I'll have to see if it's if the tendon's reattached or if it's still torn, and then that will depend if I get surgery or not. So that will still be a, a setback. Um, and with everything, the new offensive coordinator coming in, with that pressure of running the offense and just new yeah. things, I'm just going to keep trying to figure out what's, what's best for me, see um, what will be best for me to reach my potential. Do, so, do yeah. you look at it as more of a positive or a negative that if you play baseball that you'll have to hang around with me just a little bit more? <laughs> um, I won't answer that question. No, I'm, just <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No comment. No, it's always fun seeing you in the, in the dugout. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a nice I'm comeback, though. That was a nice comeback, though. I appreciate it's always it. nice having you in there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, BYU freshman tight end Matt Bushman. Great stuff. Thanks for coming in. And congratulations once again on the All-American Honor. That's really cool. Thank sure. you. I appreciate that. All right. Twitter question today. Describe your level of desperation to have BYU beat Utah at Crazy Coog Fanatic. About as desperate as Charlie Brown is to kick that elusive ball Lucy is holding. Should be possible and actually happen. But 
dot, dot, dot. Coming up, how many points for Jimmer in his latest outing? Uh, outing will tell you in the whip. And we'll take your temperature more on the desperation level to beat Utah. It's coming up next. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Jason Shepard and Brian Logan live from Studio B with your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. You can watch our daily rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 Eastern. You can watch behind or listen to Behind the Mic with Greg Rebell um, tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Greg will talk with Rory Linkletter, former Cougar basketball guard Matt Montague, and our own Ben Bagley. Yeah, listening to uh, Ben Bags on the uh, program tonight. Again, 8 p.m. Eastern time on BYU Radio. It's time to get to more of your tweets. We've got a lot of good ones coming in on this. Our Twitter question today, describe your level of desperation to have BYU beat Utah. And again, my my take is, trust me, I I want BYU to beat Utah. I want BYU to destroy Utah. But it just can't be about that. That can't be the only sign of success. That nothing else matters. Nothing else matters at all. (laughs) We disagree. And again, a lot of this is I just don't want Utah to have the satisfaction of knowing how bad I want BYU to beat them. Anyway, this tw- this tweet coming in from at Cosmo underscore duh underscore Cougar. Um, and then he's got in parentheses. So if you can picture this, knocks on Swoop's door and drops off the don't show up money. We'll be fine. Mm. Hashtag you didn't see anything. <laughs> no, man, you got to show up so we can beat you really bad. Uh, next tweet at Twigger Stone. I do not think I have reached desperation yet. Uh, women's uh, basketball beat Utah already. So I am hoping that we can get the matching book in this year. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly just glad to see the game not canceled. Yeah, that's how a lot of people feel. I mean, there, w- there was no guarantee that this game was ever going to take place. Uh, Larry Kraskoviak made that pretty clear that he wasn't going. He, he was taking the year off, but that, that was no guarantee that it was resuming. So I, I think it's, it's great, number one, that BYU is going to get that return trip to Provo. Um, that they were I think I think cheated if you, out if you of before. Look, if you look at it like the, from from this I guess perspective, it's maybe a little bit easier. But obviously with football, I'm just coming from a football background and just perspective and mindset. And so I'm so mad and angry and bitter about this that I just like it's like everything. That's all that matters, right? You know, all I see is red. The atmosphere at the Marriott Center Saturday night is going to be awesome. Like, there's going to be so many – you know all the signs are going to be hilarious. There's going to be so much safety first. People will be wearing, like, you know, safety outfits or maybe the orange vest. I can't – bro, it, I cannot awesome. wait. I'm so juiced. I, I cannot wait to see it on TV because uh, I just wake up from my nap. At, at <laughs> Y for – how long – how late are you taking naps, by the way? Uh, well, I'm just, you know, I'm waking up when you – That's good, yeah, yeah. I'm no, waking up to you, no, your good, pregame. I, I'm yeah. not going to complain. Yeah, yeah. At Y for life, we are as desperate as a youth fan obsesses about everything BYU. <laughs> and that is so true. Look, that is my point. The we beat our rival and that everything else is fine. That's that's the Utes mentality. That does not need to be Cougars mentality. It's okay. We can't bro. go there. It's we o- can't. It's okay. It's okay. Like I will accept that right now. Like that's how desperate I am. You can give me that title all you want. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, at uh, Melman Mark, let's face it. 
Beating the Utes in anything at this point makes us feel like life is worth living. Finally! I want to live. Somebody that gets me, bro. Somebody that gets me, right? There. Worth living? Worth That's living. That's like taking the desperation I just to feel, another level. I just want to feel this, that joy right here. That, right there. And that, like, that little circle. That heart right there. That's, oh, that's what it does. Wow. Thank you. Uh, Thank at you. Colonel underscore James 83. Desperation question mark? Nah. And then in parentheses, okay, sure, I'll admit it. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying, Jason. If you want to cross over to the dark side, man, if you want to cross over, we won't judge you. We will accept you with open arms. <laughs> you have, we have what? 11 minutes left on the show if you want to come. I don't want them come to over. know how badly I want to come be. over, bro. It's okay. It's no. the first, that's, the first, that's the first step is admitting it. Uh, Even I, if you do it in parentheses. That's in parentheses, but that makes it – that's fine. Like, that doesn't, that doesn't count. That's, like, just on the side, yeah. you know, just hushed yeah. tones Yeah, it's just deep down. That. You deep down, yeah. By the way, he went on to say, I'm just tired of the constant razzing I get from my Ute fan friends at church. Make it stop, please. <laughs> I know it is, and, and inevitably after, especially it happens more over after football, but uh, inevitably whoever's teaching uh, Sunday school that day usually you know will write at the score on the board when you walk in, and I'm like, okay, well I just lost the spirit. Ouch! Yeah, yeah. right. Like, it's yeah. gone. Yeah, it's gone. yeah. You know, so with me, you know, not being LDS when I go to church, I don't, we don't, we don't <laughs> have to, we don't, yeah. Mm. But, but they do say like, hey, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. But I don't get the negative side, I guess. Uh, at Lewis Ryan seventy one, it's getting desperate. Think of all the children that have yet to see BYU beat Utah in a payroll sport. See, see, think about the think about the children. Man. It's all about the kids, Brian. My, Michael Jackson said it. Justin Bieber said it. Again the with the Bieber. Yep. Think about the children, man. Another come Canadian for, reference. Come over for the Jews. But not your favorite Canadian. As we found out, that's Greg Rubel. That is Greg Rubel. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. The Twitter question today. What Describe your, desperate, your level of desperation to have BYU beat Utah. Uh, this one coming in from uh, at Passer Ron B. Not desperate. It's a must-win game. Hmm. That's, uh, That's okay. kind of desperate. I'm, yeah. But we don't know why he thinks it's a must win game. Is it because it's Utah or because it helps uh, the resume? I think, I think yeah, you got you to go with the resume play, right? Because that was your angle, right? You said, yeah, it's nice to, to win, but you know, more so than anything, like, let's, let's get this to help improve the resume, give him a chance to, to get into the tourney. How about this one? At Coog Fan Raj, my health depends on it. <laughs> See? You know, you got to win so Coog Fan Raj win, can live. Win, win, or die. I know. Coming up, did Jimmer score more or less than 60 points? Also, the elite tweet of the day. You won't want to miss it. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com. For help when you need it most. Thanks to today's guests, Matt Bushman and Greg Rubel, joining us here in Studio B. If you missed any of today's show, all you have to do is download the podcast. You can do that on iTunes or Google Play. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Football. Speaking of Matt Bushman, he was named to USA Today's Freshman All-America team. Bushman led all FBS freshman tight ends with 49 receptions for 520 receiving yards. He also finished the season number five among all tight ends in receptions and number six in receiving yards. Men's basketball. BYU Hoops continues to prepare to host Utah on Saturday. Head coach Dave Rose said last night during the BYU basketball with Dave Rose, show on BYU TV that this is kind of a fresh start to the rivalry. Saturday night's rivalry game can be heard on BYU Radio at 11 p.m. Eastern with pregame at 10 Eastern. 
Volleyball. Ronnie Jones-Perry from BYU Women's Volleyball was named a third-team All-American this morning by the AVCA. Perry accounted for 569 kills, 80 blocks, and 41 service aces on the season. She was fantastic. In fact, she was dominant all season long. She was so much fun to, to watch. Also, a couple of her teammates receiving honorable mention honors, Cozy Burnett, McKenna Miller, and Mary Lake. Jimmer! Jimmer Fredette had 32 points, 5 rebounds, and 5 assists. Uh, however, that was in a 106-97 Shanghai Shark loss. Cougars Bad. overseas. Taylor Sander and his team Volley Lube won last night. Three sets to none. Sander had six points in the match. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Brian, how about we give our Rise and Shout to our All-Americans? Yeah. How about that? As well, man. You got two that we talked about on the show today. Matt Bushman in football, named an All-American by USA Today, and Ronnie Jones-Perry, yeah. named to uh, named an All-American by ABCA. Congratulations to uh, both of those BYU athletes. It's hard to be All-American, man. So, you, know, you know how many kids there are? You know how many athletes? If, you were, if, if anybody was, like, I'm just putting myself in this. If I were ever named an All-American at something... That would like be on my my Twitter handle. That would be on my business cards. See, I, thought, like, I would always make sure that I put out there I, got, that I, I got, was an All American. I got honorable mention All American for Sports Illustrated um, in two thousand nine for like, but I think it was because of the, my past breakups, right? Mm-hmm. And you go a little bit deeper, and it's like, well, you're five six. You were targeted ten times. Let's look a little bit deeper. I also had like five touchdowns I gave up in like twenty pass interference calls, so I didn't felt like. That erased all that. <laughs> it just, <kinda laughs> just erased the whole award. Yeah. Plus, the, well, oh, oh, the, the worst part is that it was honorable mention. But remember, so. you always have that, at least at, at this point, your football team is the last football team to beat Utah. Exactly. Exactly. How let you see, man, I should probably go to practice during that week because <laughs> I know what's up. You know, I know how to how to win. Our you Twitter know? question yeah. today. Describe <laughs> your level of desperation to have BYU beat Utah. Our elite tweet of the day comes from at Mel Reed and Wright. Ooh, this is serious. I would be willing to swim right after I ate instead of waiting 30 minutes. Hashtag that's not safe. Hashtag safety first. <laughs> this person really wants BYU to beat Utah. That is hilarious. Conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter using the hashtag BYUSN. The show is on demand on BYUSN.com. Audio podcast is on iTunes, Google Play, and the TuneIn app. For Brian, I'm Jason. Shout out to Mike Rose, BYU Sports Nation. Back at it tomorrow. Check it out. Noon Eastern time on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Holla. Beat, beat Utah. <laughs>